0: Welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Stephen Knight. And I'm Andrew Nickel. And tell the show. We're talking about how much do I offer for a house and how do I figure out the right price? Now, I actually got a call, Andrew, from Susan Edmonds from Stuff the other day. And she said to me, how do you figure out what a property would actually go for? And I thought, that's a bloody great question. We should do a podcast on it. So we're going to play a little game. I know that you recently sold a property at 12 Maple Place Rangiora. You're such a stalker. No, it's because it's <laughs> one know, of the I, properties I that know, we just keep on talking know, about. I know, well, I know.
1: What's a good example?
0: So take this piece of paper here and I want you to write down, don't show me, don't show me. No, this isn't a magic trick, though maybe it is. Write down what you sold it for and do not show me the answer. I don't want to see it. Hang on, I've got to remember. Yep, yeah, got it. Radio, have you put 0.00? Zero zero hey, all end? the people have spoken and I'm right and you're wrong. No, so apparently Andrew got a lot of feedback that I should say 0.7 rather than Yeah, well, 0.7. a real economist would know that, Edward. Oh, Andrew Nichol, don't start me. Now, one of the things that is a bit troubling is that in a hot market, more properties go on TradeMe or realestate.co.nz without an advertised price. So back in July 2021, when the property market was really hot, only 34% of listings on TradeMe actually had a price, massive amount, were by price by negotiation, and 22% went by auction. But then a year later, it was a cold market. How many had a price? So 49% of them, major shift, now had a price. So it went up by 15%.
1: Yeah, huge. And only 4% went to auction, which is actually surprising because I've
0: still seen quite a lot of auctions recently. Massive shift by auction. Now we're starting to, to move out of that cold period, and we have seen a downtick in the number of properties listed that have a price, 45% compared to 49% last year, 7% by auction, up by 4% last year. So we're seeing a bit of a shift there, hence why we got the call up by the journalist. So Andrew, when people ask you how to figure out What are properties worth? What do you usually say before we get into the game where I've got to show you my method for trying to figure out what your house sold for? Well, if it were me, I don't know if this is a question that you're
1: asking, but if it's me, I will try and get as much information out of an agent as possible. So I'll always speak to the agent. I'll always meet the agent in person. I'll have a conversation around vendor expectations. That's how I would establish a price.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a really good starting point trying to get as much out because you know that the real estate agent has had that conversation with the vendor, the person who's selling. But I know that a lot of people also try and look online for clues. And one thing you might do is jump on homes.co.nz or One Roof and try and get their estimate there. But one thing you've got to be really careful about is those estimates are often quite inaccurate. So only 50% of homes sell for within 10% within that homes.co.nz or one roof estimate. Let me give you an example of what that means. So let's say I go and look at a property that Andrew owns and it's got a million dollar estimate on there. Well, there's only a one in two chance that it sells for somewhere between $900,000 and $1.1 million and 1100000 dollars so only a 50% chance that it sells within that $200,000 range. That's massive. It's massive. So the algorithm itself is not that accurate. Said another way, there is a 50% chance that it sells for less than $900,000 or more than $1.1 It's a bit of a flip of the coin. So in that case, we've got to find out another way of getting a bit of more accurate understanding. Now, I think we could get a lot of clues about how real estate agents figure out the price. So how do real estate agents do it, Andrew? So real estate agents will often use tools like Property Guru. So
1: Property Guru is an industry tool that you pay about $2,700 a year, and you go there, you put the property address in, then it will show you similar properties and similar locations and what they sold for. So often real estate agents will use this to then go to their vendors with comparables properties. So they'll give a proposal and say, hey, look, a four bed property in Rangiora recently sold in the subdivision next door for $850,000. So this sounds about right.
0: Exactly. And Property Guru is awesome. I know that quite a few listeners of the show who are very active have gone and got the discount that Auckland Property Investors Association use and gone to CoreLogic to get a subscription to that. Very cool tool and automates a lot of that process, but it also costs a lot of money. So what I suggested to Susan is you pretty much do what we say in the book when it comes to the right rent system. So we're going to look at what similar properties have sold for. We're going to say whether they're better or worse. And so I'm going to show you how we do it. So Andrew, I've already pulled up, here's one I've prepared earlier, a little spreadsheet where I'm about to search for your property. And we're going to look for similar properties with when they sold what the home's estimated price was, what the price it actually sold for, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, garages, floors, all of that good stuff. Now, one of the cool things is I've already put your property into One Roof, 12 Maple Place. And if I scroll down and ignore what it sold for, because I don't want to see that. I don't know if I trust you, but go on. Well, if I go down to the map on One Roof, and I suggest you all do this, because it's amazing. You can unselect properties that are currently for sale, and you hover over the map, and you click recently sold. You can also do this on homes.co.nz. And now what I can see is every property in the area around Andrew's old house with what properties have sold, and then I can click on them and see the details around it.
1: Well, and you can even see there's a comparable property at Sequoia Way sold by fixed price negotiation.
0: So let's actually look at Sequoia Way. So this is just around the corner from Andrew's old property. That's um, nice. 32 Sequoia Way. I can look at the photos This one was actually built, I think, about a decade after your one, Andrew. So it's a bit newer. Now I can see that it sold for $820,000. It had three bedrooms, two bathrooms, two garages. Its floor area was 185 square meters and its site area was 612. So I've got all of this data. So I take it from One Roof and I'm putting that into my spreadsheet. And one thing that I've also done is I've already gone to homes.co.nz and seen what their estimate was at the time. So they estimated that it was worth $800,000 and it sold for $820,000. So that says to me that for that specific property, it was selling above the home's estimate. Okay, that's one property, but let me repeat that several times. So I've done this for eight different properties. I'll give you one more example. Just up the road, we had 44 Acacia Avenue, and we can see that that one was sold by price by negotiation, And that was sold for $730,000 in March 2023. And I can get all of the details about it. Floor size slightly smaller than yours, Andrew, but larger land area. It's got about an extra 200 square metres worth of land.
1: And are you doing like a comparable as in, I know on previous episodes, oh, you have, you've done superior comparable, slightly inferior, depending on the property.
0: Well, that's actually a good point, thank you. So if I think about Sequoia Way, the first one that we talked about, that one sold for $820,000. And in my estimate, I've said that that property is slightly superior to your one. So even though it's got one less bedroom and the floor area of the house is a little bit smaller, Looking at the photos, I can see that that is a newer property. Yes. Okay. So I think that any reasonable person would say, well, it's not massively better than yours, but I do think that it is slightly better when I look at the photos. You know, it looks a nicely, bit more modern. Nicely manicured. You know, to mine. well, even if you look at some of the fittings, it's a bit more modern. Now, one of the things is I really like One Roof's map for trying to find properties, but I actually prefer homes.co.nz to look at their estimates and actually the photos are a bit better. Homes.co.nz has more detail around the number of bedrooms, the number of bathrooms, the floor area, that kind of thing. So I kind of use both to get a sense of it. So I've said that one's slightly superior. Acacia Avenue, which is another one that we've just looked at. I think this is slightly inferior to your property. Yeah, it looks older. So so that one was sold for $730,000. And I'll just pull up the homes.co.nz as well. And you can see, even though it's got a bigger section, it's a bit older than your property. Would you say it's not as nice? A bit more dated. Certainly the, the kitchen looks like it's quite a lot more dated. So I've said, well, that one's probably slightly inferior. Now, the important thing is, that the one that's slightly better than Andrew's house sold for eight hundred and twenty. The one that was slightly worse than Andrew's house sold for seven hundred and thirty. So I know that Andrew's house probably sold for more than seven hundred and thirty, but probably less than eight hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So they've also interestingly, the one that we're talking about, Acacia Ave, now that had a fourteen percent variance based on the estimate and what it actually sold for. Yeah. So what I'm also looking at is at the time that it sold, so that was in March this year, homes.co.nz said it was worth 850. It actually sold for 730, so 14% down. If I look at the first property we talked about, it sold for 2% more than what homes did. So what I'm trying to do here over multiple properties is say, well, generally speaking, are properties selling for more than the homes estimate or are they selling for less than the homes estimate at the point that they specifically Sold and you can look on homes, scroll down to a little graph, and what they've got is you can scroll over the map and see. Well, at the time it sold, what did homes.co.nz say that it was selling for? Now, when I look at it over seven or eight other properties, generally speaking, properties in Rangi Order are selling for between 2% more than the homes estimate or 14% less than the homes estimate. Well, I kind of look at that. And I think, well, on average, they're probably 5% below. So this tells me here, I can do two things. First, I can say the homes estimate of your property at the time was $790,000. So if I say, well, it's about 5% under that. So what's 5% under 790? That would suggest that your property would sell for about 750,500. And then also by doing that comparison saying, okay, your property should sell for less than better properties, and it should sell for more than worse properties. So, again, doing all of my data, I think that your property would sell for less than seven hundred eighty to eight hundred ten thousand dollars, and I think it would sell for more than seven hundred thirty to seven hundred forty-five thousand dollars. So, I'm going to guess that your property probably sold for seven hundred and fifty-five to seven sixty. Can you unfold your sheet and tell me how much, you, how much you actually sold it for? It was $7.50. Well, that's not that, yeah. that's not that far off. Yeah. $10,000 off. But no, that, well, still wrong though, Ed. No, but the point is that we're trying to get within kui <laughs> yeah. of it. And so instead of just looking at a homes.co.nz or one roof estimate, what I'm suggesting you guys do is pull up a spreadsheet, put in the homes estimate, put in the price of what real homes in the area have sold for, use the tools that you've got available, I mean, CoreLogic tools are great, I love CoreLogic, but if you don't want to spend the money, you can do this for free, and put in the beds, the baths, the garages, the floor area, the site area, and take a guess at whether you think that property is slightly better or slightly worse than the property that you're specifically looking at, and then you can make a really good estimate. It takes maybe 15 minutes or half an hour, but if you're serious about putting in a multi- Hundred thousand dollar offer and on a property, I think this is totally worth it, and I think this is this is legitimately the way that you should go about finding out what a property is worth. Yeah, and if you're going to go into a negotiation,
1: potentially you might be offering less than what maybe the agent's wanting to achieve or what the vendor's wanting to achieve. And so, if you actually take in some comparables yourself and provide some evidence around your offer that you're not just being cheeky and making a lowball offer,
0: then that might actually help get it across the line as well. I think going in armed with information, because when a real estate agent is working with a vendor, someone selling a property, often what they'll do, you know, a vendor might have an unrealistic expectation around how much they're actually going to sell their property for, and a real estate agent will go in with the data and say, well, this is what something down the street sold for, you're not going to get that price. And I think we can similarly do that as purchasers, go in with our Excel spreadsheet and say, well, that's not doable. You're not going to get that price, Mr. Real Estate Agent, because I've got these properties that I know sold down the road at these different times recently, and this is what I think is a reasonable market rate. Yeah. And it's about actually... Providing evidence around that. And doing this episode has actually made me quite excited because I've started to get our team here at Opus Partners to do this for the properties we're recommending to investors as well. And the people who are investing with us will start to see this come out in our property information because again, we want to evidence ourselves that our properties are good value compared to what's on the market. So give this a wee go. Maybe we'll do some social media posts around this, Andrew, because it's quite interesting. And there's a bit of a method to how you go about finding out what a property is worth. Right, let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, don't forget, we've got a webinar coming up this Tuesday. Just have a swipe over the cover art. There'll be a link in the show notes or go to opuspartners.co.nz slash webinar. For listening to the Property Academy podcast, I'm your host, Steve McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. We're going to be back here tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.